right, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host Mike, along with Chuck Ia. Hey, hey. What's going on, Chuck? Not much, man. I feel like I've, uh, it's been a while. It it's has been. It's been a while. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good stain song. Yeah. yeah. Is that the only stain song? I think so, yeah. <laughs> it was the first song I bought on iTunes, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I think I maybe know one other stain song, but been a while, so... Been a while, it's a classic. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's good to be back. It is, man. Finally in person. Uh, We've done Vert finally. for a while. You've been on the road for like the last three months. Yeah. I would say going back to probably last October. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been home for more than a week. Jeez. Um, really? Maybe over Christmas, like two weeks. But your first, second job has really taken up a lot of your time. Yeah, well, and yeah, yeah, so <laughs> it's nice to be back home. Yep. Got a relaxing day, hopefully tomorrow, before I'm doing a 50K in Brazos Bend State Park on Saturday. Bonka's doing the 25K, so we'll see how that goes. Furthest I've run is 20 miles and at once, and this will be 31, 32 this will be Chuck's last podcast, uh, not from a wheelchair. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried about uh, how I'm going to feel on Sunday. So, nothing little Miko's hot chicken can. Uh, That's true. Can't cure. Yeah. Who knew Miko's chicken can make you walk again? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. It's good to be back. I know last week we just, I did a, uh, a solo so, bolo and yeah. did a recap of what's on and what's coming up. There's a lot of cool stuff on right now. It's a really great time for TV. Yeah. Ted Lasso just started, and we're three episodes into that. Yep. And there's, it's not a show that we deep dive into, but it's just a great show. Yeah. I mean, before we talk a little bit about Lasso, like, yeah. I'm just thinking about all the stuff that I'm watching on the travels and everything. And yeah. Like, mentioned Lasso, um, Mandalorian. Succession just started season four last Sunday. So good. Um, I'm watching Hello World on Apple TV with mm. uh, Billy Kudrup, Kudrup, Kudrup. I do want an update Allison on that. Allison Pill. Yep. Um, it's gotten better. It should be better than it is, but it's a it's it's pretty good. Interesting. Um, I haven't watched what this week's episode came out. What Wednesday? I've got to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, shrinking, and oh, then yeah. shrinking ended really good. I know you're behind. Yeah, on I'm that, like two episodes behind. It's it's great. And, and then I've been watching uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine because oh, uh, yes. you and my niece uh, Skyler had told me about it multiple times. And you know, I think I'm on season almost on season three, and it's really good. But I can see how that is going to get old. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because I'm already, it's already starting to get kind of old. <laughs> It doesn't but, take long. But it's like, it's almost better, if, like, watching that on, like, a Sunday night on Fox or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, like, once a week versus I've been what putting on a night and watching three or four in a row, and then it's not, it hasn't been my favorite thing to binge watch. Like, there's some funny stuff in, yeah. in every episode, and, like, Andy Samberg, who I've you know, can be hot or cold, but sure. he's always pretty funny, and the Lonely Island stuff is funny. Yeah. And he just says some of the stupidest things. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to, last night I was watching where Bill Hader becomes captain. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. He's like in one episode. Yeah, yeah. He has like I a was, heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny, but. Um, that show is great. It, it does. I, I think I told you when you started yeah. it, like after like season five, yeah. it kind of falls off. And it, that's around the time they switched networks, I think. Yeah. Because um, I think they switched networks like twice. Yeah, it was on Fox and then it moved somewhere else, right? NBC yeah. or something. But, and then yeah. I think Hulu picked it up. I was like, we'll okay. finish it. We'll yeah. finish the show. Yeah. But so good. Peralta. Yeah. Uh, boy, don't go full boil. Um <laughs> Rosa Diaz. Yeah, like, and Amy, is it Amy, the other girl? The yeah, other Amy Santiago. Yeah. Have you gotten, I'm sure you've Pontiac Bandit episodes with Craig yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Not like, my favorite, but he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. he's so good at everything he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so some of the guest guest stars that come in for an episode or two. Yeah. 
and uh, the feud with Kara Sedgwick. The <sighs> once uh, time's over. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so, that's good stuff. But <laughs> watching a lot of lot of different things, but. Maryland, yeah. didn't think I'd see you up the side without a broom between your legs. <laughs> Dude, he roasters so good. Yeah. 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 There's so many good guest appearances in that. I mean, even even um, Nick Offerman makes an appearance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. He's Raymond Holt's, like, ex-boyfriend. Oh, From, really? like, the 80s. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, you'll like it. Uh, and I've got a plane update since I've been flying yeah. recently multiple times. United has removed Interstellar from their uh, plane offering. That's one more thing. Yeah. That's one more thing. So luckily, I've taken up reading and playing my Switch, and then I I downloaded a bunch of episodes of Succession to watch uh, back and forth to uh, Florida, where we just were. So Yeah, you've been crushing the reading. Yeah, I've read four books now. In In like four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So um, The World Without Us, which I lent to you, right? So, yep, sitting on the bedside table. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then um, I'm reading the Sprawl trilogy. Yeah. Well, I read the Forever War, which I borrowed from you. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, my favorite so far. And then the Sprawl trilogy, which is three books. I read Neuromancer, the first one, and then Code Zero, the second. And I'm about 100 pages into Mona Lisa Overdrive. So it's like those three books are, it's like, it's like The Matrix. Well, yeah. The Matrix is in the book. They jack into a Matrix. But, yeah. Um, so it's definitely... Yeah. I think for that time, especially, it was real innovative. The Matrix, the movies are not all that original. Yeah. Like, that has been in sci-fi literature for yeah. I think, 40 years before that But the way they did the movie yeah. was just oh, mind-blowing, right? Yeah, With you the, just added visuals to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah, the written from the 70s are these three books. So. Yeah. But yeah, you reading anything, or are you just uh... off and on? Uh, you know, I, I I I dabble between three or four books. I'm reading uh, the Three Body Problem, which is a yeah. sci-fi book that was originally written in Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, really good. Um, the World Without Us, and then uh, what was the uh, uh, Fire and Blood? The uh, Oh Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Uh, yeah. yeah, still reading that. It's like a thousand pages long. Yeah, yeah. I read the the Song of Ice and Fire. Nice. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, like 1,400. It was a yeah. ton. It's huge. But I also read that when I was traveling, and I downloaded it on like an iPad. This nice. was like during the Game of Thrones yeah. show. But yeah, so we're not just TV watchers, people. No, we all, all types of media. Yeah, so. Except newspapers, those are obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think... Um, I think Waystar Royco has some newspapers. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's funny. I was I, I just I got a magazine in the mail not too long ago, and I can't remember the name of it, but it has Brett uh, Goldstein on the front. Yeah, and it's about like starting a small business. Huh. And I was like, interesting. So magazines are still out there, people. Yeah, in paper form. No, my my brother gets Ultra Runner uh, magazine, and we were reading them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like we're doing those long runs. Yeah. But. Um, so that was kind of neat. Um, I haven't picked up a magazine in a long time. I mean, yeah. that's how, before we had all the smartphones and all that, when I used to travel for work and personal, I would get like, like Maxim magazine, yeah. FHMs and like, <laughs> yeah. and sports illustrated, ESPN, the magazine. And that's what I read on planes or yeah. the newspaper. Yeah. I used to get the USA Today's from the hotel. Oh yeah, for sure. And then that's what I'd read on the flight home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, used to get GQ. Love that. Yeah. Like, now everybody's doing Wordle. And the word is not ethic. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, like, now I have this, when I get on the plane, like, like I, I pull my MacBook out, my Switch out, like, I have water, headphones. It's like I'm <laughs> packing, for, like, unpacking yeah. after a trip. Uh, usually... I get in seats where no one's near me, so I kind of just set it all in the middle seat. And, totally. Uh, so I got a little routine. And, you know, I look over, and the person, like, in the aisle across from me is, like, just staring at the back of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you not keeping yourself entertained? Like like David Putty on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to book? No, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've got that flight coming up next week, and I'm debating on what I'm going to take, because I've got the iPad... 
We've got the Switch. And we're staying at somebody's place on the beach in mm-hmm. Tampa. So oh, nice. it's not like a hostel like it was in Boston. So I don't have to worry about somebody stealing my shit. Yeah. But um, I don't know what I'm going to do on the plane. I might just take a book and read. Well, Aaron's not going to be with you, right? You... Not on a flight over now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get in at the same time, but we're on different flights. Yeah. Yeah. So Tampa is probably about an hour 50, yeah. hour 45 flight. Like, I always like play the Switch while I'm watching TV. For and, sure. Yeah, you know, so I'm like multi. Yeah. I need to be distracted by like four things. So <laughs> yeah. I would recommend the Switch and then your iPad or whatever. It's multitasking. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, you know, you try, especially, depends on your status and all that. You try to bring less and less because. If you don't have all the nice, fun statuses like some of us here, you try to be minimalistic so you don't have to drag a bunch of shit on the plane and pay to check a bag or extra stuff. So, you know, but yeah, I'm flying Southwest. It's been a while since I've flown Southwest. Everybody loves Southwest. I do not like I used to fly it all the time and I enjoyed it. And then I just bought the ticket not too long ago and it was like. Choose my seat. Oh, I don't get to choose a seat. Oh, fuck. I, yeah. I only fly United. I'll pay more money. I hate, <laughs> yeah. I may not, I may have to not do that now, but like, I love, I'm in like a high boarding group. And oh, yeah. I get upgraded because of the status and I like being able to choose my seat. And like, now I just randomly choose a seat whenever I book my flight because. Mm. When I check in, I automatically either get upgraded to nice. first class, or if not, then I pick in the premium seat. So nice, like it just those are usually open, and so it just I get to choose that, which is normally like an extra like eighty bucks or yeah. something. So, how I I I can't fly without that. No, I and I'm with you. Like I'm so we're doing I'm doing the Southwest, and I'm just like whatever. It's a two hour flight. I'll get over it. Yeah. But when we came back from Europe. I had to bump us up because I couldn't ride yeah. in the cattle section yeah. of the plane for like 12 he, hours. Well, so, I, got, I got lucky because when, <laughs> when I flew back from Amsterdam and London those the last two times, the one flight I flew back from Amsterdam, there was literally probably about 75 people on the 360-seat plane. Oh, my like, gosh. Plane. Yeah. And so I was like at the bulkhead um, in the middle row with four seats. And there was no one, like, within four rows of me. You know, I had, like, everything all spread out. Jeez. I had, like, was laying across three seats. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Uh, Those so, are the good ones. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, it, it really, like, when you're flying, like, like, continental U.S., like, an hour and a half, two hour. Yeah. It's really not. I mean, you're, you're stacked in, like, cattle most of the time. Yeah. And you just have to deal with it. Yeah, we're going to Wisconsin in June, and Jackie's like, oh, well, we can just fly, like, Frontier or something. And I'm like, no, I'm going to pay United because I'm not riding with the other cattle. I, I just can't do it, man. I Like, after Europe, I just can't ride, like, a schmuck. Yeah, it's hard. Like, when I flew back from Omaha recently, I had upgrade both times the first class, and it was, like, nice. Yeah. It was. Just, it's funny because when I get on some of the what it's called shittier destinations, <laughs> I usually get bumped up. But if I'm going to like New York or oh, yeah. like Orlando, Good even LA, I never get, never usually get bumped because there's more yeah. people with statuses and stuff. For sure. But like when I flew to Omaha, it was it was like probably it seemed like ninety percent college students coming back from probably Mexico or nice. it's like from spring break, and it was like just. People not knowing when to board and oh, just yeah. being like all wonky. Yeah, it drives like, me insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting though to watch because I mean I used to fly. You know, when my kids were little. We flew to New Jersey a lot, and and now it's like you watch people traveling with little kids, and you're like, like for me, I'm like, I have sympathy for that because I went through that, and you can't fold a stroller within like less than a minute. Yeah. And they, you know, you take your kid out of the stroller and it starts running at around or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. doing something stupid. And you're like, and you're like, but you like going through that. I'm like, okay, I, I've been there. Like, but it's when, it's when people like without kids that don't know what they're doing. I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah. Like, 
Unless this is your first time flying, at least like figure out what you're supposed to yeah. do. <laughs> you see that little number on your on your boarding ticket right yeah. there? It says four. You're in the fucking back. <laughs> yeah. No, the biggest are one more airline pet peeve, and then we're gonna talk about Total. Ted Lasso because we're gonna be. Here I could talk like, shit about airlines for an hour. This this is what happened like on our flight to Orlando. So usually like Blanca doesn't like boarding. We're both in like group two, which is mm-hmm. after the first class ones. Yep. And. So in United, there's like little lanes for one and two. Yeah. And so one is usually always like just the first class people are all lined up. There's never any issues there. But in lane two, we were in there and there was like a, like a straight line of like 15 people. So we get behind these people. Oh. And then 20 more people lined up behind us. Nah. And they're like group two. And like. Six yeah. people move out of the fucking way, yeah. and you're like, "Why are you standing in yeah. group two line if you're not in group two? Like, they haven't even gotten past group two yet. Get a, the fuck out of the way. There's a lane there, and it says two. Yeah, and you're you're standing there, and then they're like group two, and you just move out of the way, and then then other people that are like waiting off to the side because they don't want to be in line, they're like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, look, no one's there. Like, hey, there's like yeah. twenty people right. I've been back waiting. There. Yeah, it, it's just like, why are you if if you're not in one or two? There's no, you you just hang back until they're ready. There's no reason. Yeah. Yeah, So sorry, it's a little. That drives me insane. I kid you not. Like I will like before they start boarding, like I'll get, if I'm like group two, I'll wait in group two. I won't like walk to the front of the line, but I'll wait like near the little thing. Yeah. But there are people who like are like, oh, group you're in group six. Why are you in group (laughs) two right now? Like this (laughs) is, I know it's two (laughs) through six, but you're at the end. Like. And then they're like, they tell you for like a half an hour before boarding, like. If you're in groups like three, four, and five, you're not going to be able to fit your bag on the plane. Yeah. And then you see like, you know, we're sitting on the plane like the last like couple comes on the plane with like four bags, yeah. and you're they're like, where we where can we put it? Yeah. It's like the flight attendants are like walking back and forth like, oh, is this one open? Yeah. No. Is this one open? No. No. Throw it underneath and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're boarding group six. Don't wait in line. <laughs> just go down to the diner and have a burger because it's going to take that. Yeah, long. yeah. And yeah. yeah, you might as well go and get your gate check tag and be ready <laughs> yeah. because you ain't going to have room on the plane. Yeah. But it, yeah, insane. Yeah. So traveling used to be fun. It's not anymore. <laughs> well, it's so interesting, and in, I uh, know we said we're going to wrap this uh, Chuck's and Mike's airline segment up, but it used to be in just watching old videos, of people flying in suits, and yeah. like it used to be like a luxurious thing, and now it's it's just become so normalized, and yeah, you know, you got people in like pajama pants, and and just I always try to like I until like just last year I started wearing shorts on the plane like even no matter if i was going somewhere warm whatever i would wear like jeans and a collared shirt and boots or something you know just and now i've relaxed a little bit but at least like i mean of course when i went to europe like on the way back i wore like like (laughs) joggers joggers and like (laughs) long sleeve comfortable shirt and a sweatshirt like i'm gonna be 10 hours on a plane but if you're two hours on a plane yeah like when I go to New Jersey in a couple of weeks for work, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to the office. So I'm gonna. Um, yeah, you gotta dress up. I'm gonna yeah. be dressed. Um, Biz cash. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, back when you could, yeah, when the airlines were good, you could, people wore suits. You could smoke on the plane. Yeah. The good times. Light man. up an unfiltered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marble red. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff, man. Yeah. Somebody yeah. was joking about like people smoking. Yeah. And I was like, hey, don't. Don't discriminate against smoke. As a former smoker, I take offense to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's transition to uh, some TV talk. Yeah, man. So Ted Lasso, yep. we're episode three. Yeah, we're three in. Um, how do you feel the season's moving along so far? Well, it's better now. I mean, it's, it's still good. I mean, yeah. it was still good when it started. I'm happy it's back. But I think this third episode was definitely one of the better, like, Overall, but definitely yeah. the best one of season three. Yeah, I agree. And to me, it was one of my favorite ones of all three seasons. Um, I'm still a little. I still got a few complaints about the soccer activity. No, I, I love this more. I I think I I was just thinking this. I think I like this episode the best because there was more. It was the most soccer. most soccer of it. Yeah. And like when they they beat Man United, like I was like jumping up and down. 
And then it showed Arsenal in fourth. And I was like, ah, oh, Blanco, look, Arsenal's in fourth place. You know, <laughs> this is like actually pretending it was like a regular Premier League season. Yeah, this is a but, show where Wolverhampton is uh, number two in the Premier League. Oh, so, is that where they were yeah, ranked? Let's not get away with well, it. Well, West yeah. Ham is one. No, Man City was one. Where Man was City, West Ham? I didn't see Man City was one. I think West Ham was... Oh, West Ham. Sorry. Yeah, West Ham, not Wolverhampton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. West Ham was too. That's yeah. right. Which had no idea that Wolverhampton was the Wanderers, but they're called the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're the Wolves. Yeah. You know what English team is called the Wanderers? Uh-uh. They used to be a Premier League team, but now I think they're in the first championship refers to Bolton. Bolton oh. Wanderers. Interesting. Yeah, not after Ramsey Bolton, but Bolton <sighs> is a is a city in England. Well, then you've lost me out because I like yeah. torture. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch some of the soccer scenes in uh, yeah. Ted Lasso. Oh, you, no. didn't, you didn't like the scorpion kick or the or the, it, the, the scorpion bicycle kick, kick was fine. <laughs> the scorpion kick was fine. The way the goalie dove to try to save the scorpion yeah. kick was like the worst production value ever they really need to hire a soccer consultant i think for some of these scenes they may have one but the hell is danny rojas doing <laughs> he actually like, played soccer yeah no he should be consulting he was yeah. a professional soccer player <laughs> but i re- i thought this was a really good episode like it was fast paced yeah. i think it's been kind of moving slow the first two episodes and yeah. this one like i mean we got like what six matches five yeah. or six matches this episode and didn't all the last used to be like 30 minutes, 25 minutes, and now they're like 45 minutes? This, this Yeah, this one was like 43 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I remember taking a look at it, and it was – they're definitely getting longer. Yeah. I will say I do like that they did the multiple matches, yeah. but they also showed like the stadium. Because I think they yeah. just talked about who they were going to play, and you saw like the locker room, the away yeah. team locker room, yeah. and then they go – and then you just see like the match and like a generic I, stadium. I love the overhead views of all the stadiums. <laughs> so and then, good. Yeah, and so – as much as I hate Man U, like Old yeah. Trafford, it's pretty cool to see from yeah. here. Yeah. Well, and, and so they showed people, like, so not sure if everybody knows, but, like, they film at at, um, at Crystal Palace's stadium, which is, um, uh, shit, it's um, Selhurst Park. Yeah, yeah. And we went and saw a match there in December when we were in London. So what's really cool, like seeing they were actually playing. I think one of the games was playing crystal palace, <laughs> which is their home, which is yeah. their home stadium, the sellers park. But like showing people walking uh, around, like walking up into the stadium, like that's, we, we were there. So it's cool. Awesome. Like I, re- I knew exactly where it was. Nice. So that was cool. Like I love the stadium. It's so bit. small. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, it's super park. tiny. Yeah. And that that was what's fun, like, to see, you know, what's cool about the Premier League is, you know, you have teams that earn their way there, and they may have, like, small stadiums yeah. and versus West Ham, like, who has, like, a 80,000-seat stadium. Which, Built around the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Mannion's no, office. I'm really glad that this episode, because, like, last episode was, like, Star Wars and yeah. the Death Star in his office it's and it's so all black Star and he's wearing like a cape trying to get Zaza. Like it just yeah. there's jacket looks like a cape. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Um, he's like looking at Nathan out of the window and it's like, dude, it's the Emperor right yeah, there. Yeah. Like this and is then, Empire Strikes Back all over he, it. There's a little little egg looking thing flying by him. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian's head pops out. Like Ted Lasso, Mandalorian Apple TV Disney crossover. So funny. But no, I think there's a lot of good stuff in this episode. You have Zaza. Z- what's his Zava. name? Zava. Zava. Yeah. Zarva. Zava. Yeah. Zava. Something like that. Uh, Zava, but there's like when the English people say it, it's like Zava. Yeah. Like, um, and the, the influence on the team and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, like, then, I like how it was going from like Ted leading the team to like Zava is now like the center of attention and everybody's doing Xanax at Jamie. Jamie's like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, I, it is good. I just, I am starting to figure out, I think, where it's going to go just based on social lines. Yeah. But it's so good. Zava is obviously like, he's that, he's, um, 
In my mind, he's uh, what's his name, Ibrahimovic. Yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, that's all I see is when I see yeah, him. I think yeah. that's what they base it off of him because he's kind of the same thing as like, I'm the best player that yeah. ever lived, and he has the charisma and and says wild stuff yeah. in the media. And he gets has, four lockers, and <laughs> he played for a bunch of teams, not as many as Zavers played for. Yeah, but, um, in the show, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to. Because Jamie is not buying into it, but everybody else is. And he was really nice the moment him and Roy had in this episode where he basically said that he doesn't want to be as good. He wants to be better than him, which is really cool. And Roy's going to train him um, or help him get better, which is really nice. I I like their chemistry. Yeah. Because at the heart of it, they're just footballers that want to play. They love the sport. You know, they don't. Jamie's what well, used to be all about him, right? In the first season, now he's like... Guys who yeah. used to be... I think Jamie's still... I don't know if he's got prime left, but it's guys who used to be the top shit, and then they've somebody's come along and, and are better than them, and yeah. Jamie's not used to that, but Roy is. Yeah. And so it's was, a mentorship shit there, yeah. And that was what was good, actually good. What I liked in the last episode was what Trent Cram wrote about Roy at 17. Yeah. And then, but how Roy realized when he moved on from Chelsea, like there's a time you realize, I think that's, it's a completely different level, but yeah. like a couple of years ago playing soccer, I'm just like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, I've reached a point where there's better people and I can't perform how I want to, even though people are like, oh, you're good, whatever. But I know what I want to do, so... Yeah. Why... But he is kind of... When you realize it, like, and only... You can realize it. Yeah. So, I really like that about last episode since we didn't talk about it, but that's... Yeah. Roy was like, yeah, looking back, I wish I had just had fun. Or I enjoyed it, right? Yeah. And, uh... But I did, I did like in the last episode when he confronted Trent Grimm with like the news article, he like took it out of his wallet in the shower and of course was like scaring Trent Grimm. Yeah. And I love instead of him just like tearing it up or just eating it and like being done with it, he was like, I'm going to fold it up and put it right back in my wallet because yeah. that's what I fucking grind on every yeah. day. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So now it would be where do you think this um, where do you think the season's going to go? Because we have we also had this episode. um Ted finding out that his ex-marriage therapist is dating his wife. Yeah. Or his ex-wife. What did, what did Sassy say when Ted told her? Which was f- super awkward. <laughs> as honest as he was after probably his fifth whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. No, because she's a child psychologist or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, does ever happen to you? And he's like, no, I'm a child psychologist. Yeah. And she goes, well, a couple times. Well, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh, that's borderline unethical. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, your marriage counselor, who knows all of your flaws and hers, is now dating yeah. your ex-wife. Yeah, I'm glad to see I'd be drinking guy. like Ted was. Yeah. yeah. And we have the big development of Colin being uh, being gay. Yeah, coming and out. Well, he's not out. But he's not out. He's hiding yeah. it. He doesn't do a very good job hiding it by going one block away and making out with the dude. Trent Cram just walking over to his yeah. car that he probably locked himself out of. Yeah. So I have so a couple things that so the episode ends with Tramp Krim walking by. Yep. Colin and then his boyfriend or whatever. I have I don't know, this would really upset me if I if they did this, but thinking two things with Trent Krim. He's either not gonna write about any of it, or three things. He's gonna keep like some of the stuff hidden yep or he's gonna write about it or tweet about that in particular and it's gonna cause rift in the team or maybe with zaza zava totally and the third thing is he's really working for rupert oh and he's like reporting all this back to him and that would be huge so, but just the way he was walking out of there yeah. in his smug face, like, I don't, that would just be a kind of, because they're, they're either setting it up to remind, because, like, the stuff he wrote about Roy, and to remind you, like, hey, he's a journalist. He's still dude, a journalist. Or, B, he's going to change his way, so. 
Um, yeah, he could be trying to change his ways. Um, I, I do have a theory for how the season's going to unfold. Um, we've talked about Zava and how Zava's like the hottest shit, and now uh, uh, Richmond's on like a four like match win streak. Yeah, and they're like three or four in the table. Um, I think I don't remember, but I think Zava's like Russian or something like that. I think it'll come out, and you just gave me the great idea of how it's going to come out. But I think it's going to come out that Colin is gay and Zava because it's a great time to bash on Russia and their like belief system and their government and their, their laws and stuff. Um, it's going to come out that Colin's gay and Zava's going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to play on this team with that guy. And Ted and Rebecca are going to take a stand. Yeah. And Zava's going to be like, cool, I'm out. I'm going to West Ham. And he's going to wind up with Rupert anyway. And then may or may not, they may or may not beat yeah. <laughs> West Ham in some sort of final or something like that. But it's a great point. That you raised about Trent Krim, because I think Trent Krim is gay. I think so, too. And yeah. I think Trent will approach him about coming out. Yeah. And they will they will find a way to do it right. Yeah, I agree. That's the other thing. And then Zava's going to fuck it all up. Well, the interesting part is, like, so another soccer thing here. Since Zava's under contract, they would have to transfer him or sell him in the transfer window. So, do... We're already, like... Six games in now, I think. So that still puts us in, like, September. So you would have to be uh, in January for the transfer window, so about halfway through the season, typically. So did they come out and he demands a transfer, but Rebecca wouldn't even, like, literally wouldn't have to do anything, and he... If he didn't want to play for the team, he couldn't play at all. Yep. So um, he pulls a uh, he pulls a Ronaldo and just walks to the locker room at halftime and is just like "fuck this, I'm out." Like he did at Man U. Yeah, yeah. Well, does he have a contract? I mean, he technically signed it as "you're welcome" and not Zava, <laughs> yes. <laughs> which would never work in the real world. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Um, I think that's what I think that's the way it's going to go. I don't. I they're yeah. building it all up that way, but I don't think. Um, Rebecca's beau, the restaurant guy. Sam. Sam. Her ex-beau. Yeah, I don't think that that chick that he was working with, I don't think that's a love interest. I think that's like a family member or cousin. My initial thought of that was like her sister or something like that, but... I think it's too on the nose when everybody else is like... Yeah. Like Keely and Rebecca have almost dated everybody on the team. That's... (laughs) (laughs) And Sassy and Shandy, and they're going to be able to field their own team. Yeah. (laughs) Which was funny. Shandy has put a name to the hair. You used to eat your own hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Roy. Roy is great. Yeah. He's still one of the best. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on Lassa? Nah, good stuff. It's headed in the right direction. Yeah, good yeah. start. I was a little worried after... I really... I watched the first one, you know, a couple times, and the first time I didn't like it, and then it grew on me. But it's definitely, for me, trending upward. That's classic Bill Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a slow start and then it just it's gonna fire on all cylinders. Yeah. yeah. Um quick switch to Mando. Yeah. So we're what, four episodes in? Five. Five? I think the last one that was Wednesday, yesterday was five. Ah, uh, what's the it was uh, titled The Pirate. I'm glad that um the pirate guy Goran Shand Made the, a reappearance. The uh, the sea monster? Yeah. <laughs> or the thing, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Swamp thing, yeah. Yeah. Goran Shand or Ch- yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the green guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um, it was episode five. Yeah, yeah. Chapter 21, The Pirate. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I... This, the second and the this one were my two favorite episodes, I yeah. think, so far, and... We're getting more, we're getting more of the plot line established, and I think what there's probably only, um, gonna be like eight to ten episodes, I imagine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the season two was eight, so we may or may not already be halfway through. Yeah, I think we are because yeah. season one and two are both eight. So yep. Um, yeah, so we'll we're gonna have three more episodes, most likely. Yep. They're setting uh, up a lot of cool stuff with Moth, Moth Gideon. I knew, Moth, I, I knew once yeah. they said, like, they, but 
early on the season, like, oh, he was he's about to stand trial. Like, yeah. Oh, he's not already in in yeah. the prison from Andor. Oh, okay, yeah, he's already on the loose. Yeah, yeah. So the, in this episode, you find out like his prison transport ship was uh, he was extracted from it, and no one knows where he is. Yeah, how was he extracted? And everybody else from was dead in deep space. <laughs> but from Mandalorian, supposedly. Yeah, but but like. They blew the ship apart, and the whole crew died probably of, like, space suffocation. Yeah. Except him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we need a re- but yeah, reenactment they, of what happened. Yeah, they, they found uh, Biscar um, yeah. remnants in the ship, in, in, like, the post-credits thing, or end of show thing. Um, it was a good episode. Yeah. There's a lot going on with the, with the, with the covert, right? The yeah. Mandalore... Wouldn't it be interesting to see, like, that New Republic guy who went for the Mandalorian, uh, the culvert ones, the cult to help save, um, Grief Cargill's Navarro, and they save it, but then he's the one who finds a ship and they find Beskar, and he's like, oh, it's Mandalorians, yeah. and he's like, I only know this group of Mandalorians. Yeah, when, oh, I know where that's at, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because now he well now they moved uh, right because they're taking uh, they've got the condo going <laughs> to prime real estate. Yeah, and Carl Weathers was trying to sell off in the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he selling real estate in like Arrested Development or like they met at Burger King or something? Yeah, uh, yeah he, right he was doing acting Burger- classes for. Uh, oh yeah, um, the proctologist. Uh, uh, the anauropist. Uh, yeah, anauropist. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arrested Deaf People, you gotta watch it. It's leaving Netflix, but yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's selling... leaving Netflix? Yeah, it's leaving Netflix, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, he's selling prime real estate next to the lava tubes, um... And, uh, trying to get a stew going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so now they... They help save Navarro, and they've got a chunk of land, and... The armorer, which I really like her voice just the best. It's like, this is... Oh, weird. the armorer? Yeah. yeah so the armorer's good. got, like, the coolest I thought she'd take her helmet off. Yeah, when yeah. when Bo-Katan did. Yeah, and when they walked out and everybody was like, what? I was like, oh, both of them, come on. Yeah, yeah well, I thought they were going to be like, guys, the cult is over. Let's yeah. just, like, take our helmets off. But This is not the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it, though. They're like, Bo-Katan's walked among everybody, so we're going to get her to reunite all the Mandalorians. And, like... The other sects of Mandalorians aren't, like, cultists where they can't show their face. Right. So uh, we're going to try to bring all these people to our planet, but yeah. uh, or to our new new planet, to live open and free lives. But the yeah. new, they're going to become enemies of the New Republic pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, it won't take long, yeah. So No, I thought it was cool. I really liked episode two when they went to Mandalore. Yeah. And went yeah. down to the mines yeah. and she saw the Mythosaur. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. But, yeah, they're building up that, that one officer who, like, works for the New Republic, who's a convert, who, like, zapped what's-his-name's brain with the, yeah. the mind flare from Stranger Things. Yeah, she, he is uh, definitely yeah. working with Moth Gideon and, or, is not part of the, uh, yeah. refugee camp. Yeah, uh, they, them is definitely a part of the, uh, yeah. What's it called, the, what's coming in Star Wars after? The First Order. Yeah. Yeah. But. Which supposedly Moff Gideon is obviously supposed to make uh, an appearance with a new stormtrooper that's between the white stormtroopers that we've always had yeah. and the new order stormtrooper. So it's going to happen. But uh, supposedly we're also going to see um, the head of the rebellion from Andor and the original movies. The rich one. Um, oh, Mon the, Mothma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's supposedly going to make an appearance in Andor or mm. uh, in in. Mando, Mando, as well as uh, Ahsoka. So she's going to be around for a while. Well, and Ahsoka is going to have a show, I think, yeah. this fall or after it's, this one. It's probably going to contain some flashbacks and things like that. So it'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so much to keep up with. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. And it, not a lot of Mando in this episode. I mean, no, um, um, what's a Grogu, sorry. Yeah. Um, they went heavy in the first couple episodes. Yeah. Him picking up that little dude, and yeah. then he got a piece of uh, the scar armor. Last, ep- last week's mail. episode... Front flipping and back flipping. Yeah, dude, I love that. Like, I, so many people were talking shit about how that looked so bad. I loved it. It's, it's like I was telling somebody it was like they were like 
John Favreau shouts action and some <laughs> like grip throws him in the air over there so there's a whip and they're like alright cut and then he gets the guy goes over there and they get him tosses him backwards over there it was so good it so, looked so corny like that's great that's yeah. what's fun about Star Wars yeah it's Grogu he's a kid he doesn't yeah like that's all he knows like yeah Yoda was doing the same thing I didn't hear anybody else complaining about it yeah yeah. I thought it was great yeah Xavier any other thing on uh, Mando nah just good stuff love Mando yeah alright Succession (sighs) finally it's back once that it's like the White Lotus theme music once once the the theme song comes on like get that piano jingling you start just like bobbing your head back and forth so good yeah you get the shots of the old time Wealth, and then the, the new New York and all that. And, and they just, added, I think, a little race car or kid in a little push yeah, race car thing this time. I think time. so, yeah. I was trying to think if there was anything else they added, but um, they add, like, one little nugget each year. Because last year it was, yeah. like, the kids skiing, I think. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so good, man. Yeah. Like, I was trying to do a full rewatch before, but I only got to, like, season two. But I like how this first episode brings back... Like, one of the major plot lines of season two. Yeah. About trying to buy Pierce, Pierce. PGN or whatever. Yeah. So. So good. It finally back Sunday night. I watched it Sunday night. I couldn't wait. I watched it Sunday night, too. Yeah. I was like, I'm not waiting until Monday. I'm I'm going to, we're watching it. Um, I mean, that's, that's one of the shows, like, the last three years or the last three seasons, I think we watched. Blanca and I watched every ep- watched every episode. Maybe not the first season, but yeah, like yeah. seasons two and three, yeah. every Sunday night. Okay. That was no brainer. Yeah. I don't think we missed a Sunday night. Solid gold. Yeah, but the premiere episode and the title was great, which was the monsters, which is what Logan kept calling everybody. It is like <laughs> fake ass birthday party, just nothing but monsters. Um, well, it's fitting that the first episode of the first season. Was Logan's birthday party, and the first episode of the last season was Logan's birthday Spot party. Spot on, man. I said the same thing. And, and yeah. the difference in some of the people that are there, you know, like, but even the first year, the dad is like, every all the kids are there, yeah. and he's mad at Kendall for coming because he still hasn't closed the deal. Yeah. And this year, none of the kids are there, and except Connor. <laughs> Still run, rocking that 1%, the presidential vote. That's so great. So great, dude. He's but such an idiot. Just looking around, it's like all the people that Logan can't stand, pretty yeah. much. I mean, in some form or fashion. But They're singing happy birthday to him, and he's got his drink, and he's got like that fake shit-eating grin on. Yeah, doesn't he like, like yeah. walk out or like turn and look at his phone? <laughs> he's like halfway out the door. He's like, cool, cool, to you. And he's like, great, thanks. He just yeah. walks off. It's like, oh. Yeah, he doesn't like anybody, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then Greg, so we see Greg and Tom, Greg and Tom are Team Logan, the the disgusting brothers. I love, those are my two favorite characters, man. Yeah. I used to be, when when the show first started, I think it's all just, Team Kendall all the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just hilarious to watch Tom and Greg just, you, get, you can't make a Tomlet without breaking a few Gregs, is just amazing. But they've got their disgusting brothers complex, but, you know, the show picks up, like, a couple of months after the whole situation in Tuscany where yeah. their mother was getting married and uh, Logan cut them out of the deal by restructuring the divorce settlement with his yeah. ex-wife. But apparently it's right before they acquire, Go- uh, before uh, Waystar Royco acquires Gojo, which was the Skarsgård brother yeah. Yeah. business Skarsgård, that they were yeah. trying to buy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Logan's like celebrating his birthday the kids are out in Los Angeles trying to make their own thing. The the hundred, yeah, which Ro- is like- it's Roman's house. They're all they got T. Their banker. <laughs> T, can we make it work? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we can. Great, thanks. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love how it, like when you first see them, like Kendall gets there and Roman's on like a video call for yeah. like their branding, and yeah. he's like, "No, it sucks. It sucks." Yeah. and then they just go on having a full conversation while everybody's still on the <laughs> phone. I'm like, "Oh, it sucks to work with these people." Yeah, and it's but there's nothing you can do as the no. the workers there because yeah. you, you want the money. Yeah, 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 you just write it out, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's their new media startup with they want to. It's like a it's a media firm where they're going to have uh, like articles and media from the top 100 like 
thinkers of the world or something, and they all can't seem to decide whether or not they think it's a cool idea. Like, they were all gung-ho, and then as soon as they hear about uh, PGM, they're like, well, it's not that cool. Well, because well, I think what it is is that they've been almost... I mean, Logan says it, and I think one of the seasons how they were spoiled and he handed them everything yeah. and he should have done should have done differently. And I think that's what this episode comes down to is that they're on their own and they're trying to come up with their own thing. And as soon as the old thing comes back into play, they just abandon their new thing because they don't believe in their idea. They the only one that really I mean poor Rome. Roman, I think Roman is the, he's like, I I was reading somewhere, like, he's, he's not a killer. So even, like, I mean, the other two are, are killers. You know, Kendall tried to kill his dad a couple times. Shiv is hardcore, like, political person. And then Roman is just like, you know, throughout the seasons, when he went to vote against his dad, his that like better beers in your hand. He's like against and like yeah. he can't. He doesn't have the stomach for That'd that. Be smelling your fucking armpit, yeah. Romulus. Yeah, he he can't stomach that. And no. only last season at the end, even that was hard. And it was more like even before he had it, you know, Logan was trying to talk him into like ignore those morons. And he's like, uh, and uh, then finally, like Logan's like, fuck off, fuck y'all, whatever. Yeah. He's like, and, Dad, don't do this. And he's like, what yeah. do you got? He's like, I don't know, love? And yeah. he's like, you come with me with love? Yeah. Like, yeah. That was him sacrificing Roman's heart on the altar. Yeah. And uh, so, but they all just have ungodly amounts of money. And even when Kendall tried to go solo and was trying to be woke. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to use that word because I don't believe in that as a bad thing. But trying to be like yeah. hip and, you know. New getting, age CEO, bullshit. yeah, getting the shoes and meeting yeah. with those those young art, yeah, it, people, yeah. He's just like a corporate talking head, yeah. And even like you know the sector, this is you know the way he talks is just all this corporate brainwashing. Yeah. So he doesn't have a lot of ideas. I think outside of the political realm, Shiv doesn't Shiv is really good in some aspects but they they're not creative in like the business sense so they have money they're creating something like which is like now there's like a million of these right like like the ringer and um reddits and i mean well all these multimedia companies that are like blogs and um Websites and podcasts and instead of calling it the first, which they want to be, yeah, right, they call it the hundred because they literally are like the hundredth company to come up with this fucking idea. Like, yeah, it's a joke. what they call like what the like little morsels in one of the seasons, and <laughs> little chewy morsels, right? So, but in the end, they're so quick to abandon their idea when Pierce comes to play, yeah. and the only reason it came to play is because Tom called. <laughs> I can shift to like, hey, you're going to hear that I was with Naomi, but it wasn't like a date. It was just something else. Yeah. And she's are we, like, are we supposed to be talking before talking? Yeah. Like, is that what's supposed to happen? Like, yeah, it's so cringeworthy that he's like, is it OK that I basically like sleep with Naomi Pierce? Yeah. Yeah. But it it's. um, So there are the kids are in L.A. I think what I would assume would be uh, Romulus's house. In the Hollywood Hills, like because he worked out there on the in the movie studio piece at one time, and uh, I wonder if it's their Malibu house. Remember, I think it was in season two. He, it's like um, Shiv gives him a, a book with pictures of houses in. He's like, "Oh, cool houses," and he's like, "These are all your homes." <laughs> he's like, "This one?" He's like, "That's the Malibu house." He's like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> so. They uh, called he, somebody. I think Roman called Shiv something like in the episode. He was like he called her like the fun lib or something like that. Or something <laughs> when like, they were when were they they were like giving themselves names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't think of what it was, but it was so great when I yeah heard it. yeah it was poking at her political allegiance yeah yeah yeah. Um, I just uh, 
Yeah, so they abandon that idea, and then we go through, and there's negotiations back and forth with uh, Nan Pierce. Yeah. And Tom is leading the negotiations for... Um, for Waystar. Waystar, which to me is is almost too much of like a character reset. I mean, Tom's always been kind of like low-key, and maybe not even low-key, but like, I'll do whatever you want to keep moving yeah. me up. Like, I'll go to prison for you. I'll testify this. I'll, I'll do be there. trout you bang on the head and yeah. put in your, tra- you know, your pouch. Yeah. yeah. So it's too much of a yes man. Yeah. But that's what him leading. There's nothing in the show that would lead me to ro- except for like him Fredoing Shiv Amazing. last season that Logan would be like fully supportive of him. But we know. Logan and I mean uh, Greg and Tom are Team Logan now, like one hundred percent. But I mean, I don't know. He just has so much disdain for everybody else in the company. Like he's not having Frank or Carl or Jerry or anybody, you know, talking to Pierce. And and that's the thing to me is you have. I think the reason the kids end up getting Pierce in this, besides having the highest bid, you morons. Uh, congratulations on spending the most money, you fucking Saying the highest number you could think yeah. of, you fucking idiots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, Pierce did, only wanted to deal with pretty much Shiv yeah. in both seasons. Um, and Logan is, is fucking Tom, like head of ATN, and Shiv's a strange husband. Yeah. Just playing one off the other, like yeah, yeah. I love how they reach out to Pierce, and they're like, "Yeah, she wants us to see like how fast we can come out there." And they're already in California, so it's great. Yeah, but they go out there, and then as soon as they get there, like Naomi's like, like, "I got a migraine." She's got a migraine, so just give her like five minutes. And it's like, what is happening? It's this huge smoke screen of her like counter negotiating between Roy's. Well, it's smart because everybody has a price. Totally. Yeah, and I love how they were talked about, like, Logan and Tom were starting off at, like, they had floated seven. Yeah. And then Logan was like, go to six, fuck them. Yeah. And then when she's talking to, when Nan is talking to Shiv and them, they were just hypothetically talking about yeah. what market value was. And she was like, you know, eight or nine. And it's just immediately, it was like, this is a play for money. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, Nan in reality doesn't give a shit about ethics or morals it's really about the bottom dollar yeah i think when you generally have that much money yeah you either get that way through unethical means or you're consumed with making money that you don't always make the ethical choice yeah because most of the time if you're being ethical you're not making as much money yeah (laughs) so just their whole family came off as like this like ethical moral high ground yeah. family and they're just like the liberal Roy's. elites globalists yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're just the exact opposites of the Roy's yeah, yeah. it's so great um, yeah but yeah they keep going back and forth and finally the kids are like we gotta throw like a conversation ending like number at her yeah and they're like 10 yeah cause they're like what do you think it'd be like 9 and a half and they're like alright let's go to 10 or whatever and, yeah um, but it's interesting we'll talk theories in a minute but yeah. um that that's how they would negotiate that, and their deal was never done, right? Because they thought I mean, Logan and them thought they had the deal pretty much locked in. Yeah, but yeah, Tom, call your fucking wife. <laughs> when he's like, he he asks Logan, like, "Are we good?" And he's like, uh, "Like, is as long as it's good, or like, what he says? What yeah. does he say? Are we if yeah. you know our relationship were you know to run its course would." Are we good? He's like, if we're good, we're good. And yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm heartened by that. That heartens me. Yeah, it's so good. Just, yeah, Tom just knows he's gonna get screwed over. Yeah. let's be honest, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be shoveling cow shit in Minnesota, like yeah. by the end of the season. Midwest kid, kid, long way to come for the for the Midwest kid. Yeah, yeah. I love how they said that at one point. Like Tom is now like brokering yeah. a ten billion dollar yeah. deal. Yeah. Oh. Man, we skipped over Logan's birthday. Well, that's I wanted to go back just real quick because Greg brings like, <laughs> what is what's, so what's Carrie uh, 
Carrie, who's now called herself Logan's friend, assistant. Yeah. Business associate or whatever. Uh, like, uh, advice, friend, friend advisor. Yeah. Yeah. Friend advisor. Yeah. Now. And she's like, Craig, what are you doing? Like, what's her, her first name is whatever. Is like, what's her last name? Tinder fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or random something like that. Random Tinder fuck. It's just like, like, everybody's like, why would you just bring this, this rando to Logan's <laughs> birthday? And then she's all like, so <laughs> stupid <laughs> tagging, like, um, Bun Nan or like yeah. somebody like the Nan family and then uh, or no uh, Pierce what's it Bun Pierce not Dan yeah. Pierce uh, but and then going to take a selfie with Logan and saying congrats on the deal cha ching yeah <laughs> I love those like just so there's so much stupidity comedy in these episodes it's like. Congratulations, Greg! You're the talk of the party. You brought the woman with the uh, with the with the ludicrously uh, capacious bag. She's got like the biggest bag. It's like, what is she gonna? He said they start ripping on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Tom comes up with the funniest shit ever, dude. Yeah, he's just ripping him. What's what the big line of the episode? Um, <laughs> I, uh, Mike, when we started recording, um, so. Mike is over there, like, going through his bag, and I'm like, what are you rummaging to fruition? Because <laughs> yeah. Tom says that to Greg. Dirty is boys it, strike again. I just hooked up with her in the guest bedroom. You did? Logan's got cameras. You know that, right? <laughs> Congratulations. You made him a sex tape for his birthday. <laughs> yeah, Tom is great. Um, well, we did some rummaging. Did you rummage to fruition, Greg? <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. And uh, I love how, like, when... They find out that they lost out to the kids for PMG. Jerry and the two other dipshit leaders in his group are like, "Oh, I'm not telling Logan. You tell. That's I'm focused on. The, I'm focused on the Gojo deal. That's yeah. your deal. Like yeah. just, nobody wants to fall on that sword." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so good, so good. I mean, we got a lot. Oh, Bridget Random. Yeah, and then some other things in this episode because we have. Um, Connor's got 1% of the vote, or, like, he's pulling 1%. So we're going to have upcoming episodes, rehearsal. He's in the conversation. And, yeah. Yeah. And then their wedding, him and Willa's wedding is coming up um, as well. So more stuff coming on Connor. And then poor Mondale. Uh, we got a lot of Tom and Shiv relationship oh, stuff. Yeah. And they just leave the... Tom is home at the end, and we... Shiv and Tom are on some kind of trial separation after he uh, freighted on her and um, to the Godfather at the end of season three. And Mondale is sitting in the dark. Mondale's a dog in a, like a caged off area while Tom's like asleep in the bedroom. Like poor dog. And we have and Logan. I think another big thing in this episode with Logan is like he's getting out or he's he's on the end and he's kind of like what did I do this for and like his only friend is Colin his bodyguard you're my best pal like Connor like Kendall was his number one boy and any and he just he just wanted a soliloquy when they're eating together in the diner because when Colin starts talking about religion or whatever he like shuts him up and he like he's like no this is you're supposed to be listening to me pal where do you think we're going this season? What's going to happen? I think it can go two ways. I can go with like a Tom or Carrie's digging in. I don't think he would like leave for everything. But he's already starting to give Marsha board seats. And and I think Carrie is going to be... I think it could be that he's going to give Carrie more power. She mm-hmm. seems to be moving up the power ranking ladder. Um, and I think she first made an appearance at the end of season two. So she's been around 10 episodes now and has become like his most trusted or his executive assistant that he trusts and advisor. So yeah, I think she's rising through power. Tom's already high up now. Tom's a right hand man, but where I think it's going to go, which I think, what has kind of happened throughout the 
series mm-hmm. is the family always comes back together. Yeah. So, like, you know, it started out where Shiv was out, Roman was out, and it was just Kendall. Then they all came in, basically. Then they all... Then Kendall tried to kill him, and then <laughs> he went out, <laughs> and then they came back in, and... Then all three kids went out. So I think my thought is that they're buying PGN and then they're going to bring it to Logan at some point. And totally. they're, they're going to come back. Yeah. All of them are going to end up there and then Logan's going to die. And yeah. they're all going to they're going to take over. It's going to be survival of the fittest and the kids just turn on each other again. Yeah, I think you'll end with them, like, just classic fighting over yeah. who is going to... Like, Logan dies. They bring they bring PGN back into Waystar Royco. They call it, like, the One Million. They rename the company. <laughs> I don't know. But they all the, come back together. The One Billion. Logan dies, and then the show's going to wrap up with them. Just It's not going to wrap up in a bow, but it's no. going to be now they're all fighting again, yeah. like, for who's actually going to be in charge. Yeah. Like, so. it, like... Logan dies, and then the next day they're at a board meeting, and they're like, "All right, so who's going to lead?" And it's just going to be them like looking at each other, and then roll credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're going to be at a diner, like in Sopranos. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> Sorry. So good. Yeah, I think um, there was something you were saying. Um, Orsha is assistant. Oh yeah, I, Logan could also just. Um, what if he just like breaks up the company? He's just like, none well, of you fucks are able to, like, manage this on your own. So it's up to the next person, like, survival of the fittest. Well, I think he's going to almost have to in that situation because Gojo, and the end of last season, Gojo was worth more than yeah that, worth more than Waystar because they were trying to buy Gojo, but Gojo's market cap or market value was higher. Yeah. So I think what that there'll be some kind of possible buyout where Logan keep, gets to keep ATN and breaks that off um like their old media stuff and keep what parts of the company he wants which are basically like the dying dinosaurs of yeah. uh of media yeah. so you know like the the Fox News where it's all 50 to 90 year olds watching right. it yeah and that's a the, the, this episode ends with Logan 70, 80-year-old guy calling Sid, the 70-year-old <laughs> news lady, who they're both up pretty much watching ATN going like... I'm up watching the news. Yeah, yeah. It's this turkey-necked fuck, like, get him off the air or whatever he says. <laughs> he called him like a scrotum in a suit or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, Sid's so like, I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So he watches. Yeah. And he still obviously has a hand in it. Um, so that's a, That was his, like... Love. I mean, throughout yeah. the show, ATN was his big thing because he it's he, controlling the news and yeah. controlling. He's know. got the election. Yeah, and now he's controlling the media. Um, yeah, I think I told Jackie he's gonna. They're the kids are gonna buy PGM, and it's just ultimately gonna turn into a backstabbing fest to see who can present PGM on a silver platter to, to Logan in a bid to take over everything. Look, Dad, I brought this to you. Do you love me now? And he's yeah. gonna like throw him to the gutter. And then yeah. Jerry's going to become fucking CEO. Jerry don't want it. <laughs> she don't. <laughs> but it'll be Jerry and Roman. <sighs> Slime oh, she's, I don't think she's happy with him. She'll be his executive assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, any other thoughts? No. Great show. Glad it's, we're finally talking about Succession on our podcast. And Barry's starting soon because yeah. they're going to end around the same time. So Barry's got to be starting in a few weeks. April 14th or 16th. Yeah, yeah. yeah somewhere in there. And have you seen the? So you saw the teaser. Did you see the trailer? No. Oh, the trailer dropped yesterday. Like oh. the full trailer. Yeah. Nice. So you got to watch that. He's in jail. Um, Noho Hank looks amazing. Is um, he in jail with him? No, but he's like wherever they're at in like a lion, button up lion shirt. Yeah. With sunglasses that have a gold chain coming down around his neck like an old lady, but it's like fly. Yeah. And then he's got like a uh, like a uh, uh, Cubano hat on. It looks amazing, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So you got to check that out. Um, yeah. Barry's coming. Um, Marvelous Miss Maisel is not too far off as well. I think that starts around the same time. It'll nice. be the final season for that as well. Um, anything else you're looking forward to? Uh, baseball. Baseball. 
Astros lost three two opening day. Come on. Yeah. It's opening day. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But all good in the first game, but uh Yeah. Much 161 more games to go. That's right. Well, it only matters in October, so that's all I give a shit about. Cool, man. Yeah. Glad to be back. Glad we got to talk Succession and Ted Lasso for the first time in the podcast uh, since we started this thing. So those are... I I can remember when we started the podcast, we were walking in Memorial Park before. Yeah. And we just talked Ted Lasso while we walked, like, however many miles that was. It's probably a mile. I'm so... It wasn't very far. Yeah, it wasn't very far. But we'd laugh our asses off talking about Ted Lasso. So now we get to do that with an audience of 10. So it's yeah, great. it's our first time to talk Ted Lasso and Succession. Yeah. So super excited. Fantastic. And like probably two great shows. So I'm pumped that both of them are back. Yep. And we're talking about them. For sure. But yeah. Yeah, appreciate everybody for joining this week, uh, you know, kicking it with us. Uh, be sure to check out the podcast. You know, we're on all the pl- podcast platforms. I'm not naming them, naming them this time. It's 9 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> be Just sure go to, to our link tree. Go to our Instagram. Right. Chuck created a killer link tree. It's got all the links to all the Twitter and the Instagram at CanWeKickItPod. You can also email us at CanWeKickItPod1 at Gmail. Um, guys, check out the website, kickingamedia.com. Chuck and I are throwing up blog posts. Um, there's a lot of good content on there. Think I'm going to do another one about Perry Mason, which is also going on. Fantastic yeah. show. Um, so, yeah, as Chuck likes to always say, peace. <laughs>